How can music help us get ready for an experience? Most of the time, the TV show Supernatural starts with this theme. To prepare us for the dark fantasy horror drama that's about to come. But season five, episode eight plays this theme instead. Now, what do you expect at this point? Certainly not a dark fantasy horror drama. You're probably expecting a sitcom. And that's more or less what you get. But imagine if you got the original theme. And then watched an episode that parodies a sitcom. You'd probably be wondering, what on earth is going on here? But since you heard the theme to a sitcom, you were ready to watch, well, a parody of a sitcom. The music prepared the audience to see what came next. But how exactly does that work? How does a song prepare someone for a show? On the episode about community, we talked about how the melody can help us get ready for an experience. Today, let's talk about how the lyrics can help us get ready for the experience of watching Animaniacs. Welcome to Song Appeal where we dive into your favorite songs to answer the question, why do we like the music we like? I'm your host, Hunter Ferris, and on today's episode, let's take a look at one of the psychological effects of the Animaniacs theme. You can find the full transcript for this episode, the show notes, and a link to hear the song at songappealofficial.com Animaniacs. You can also support the show on Patreon at patreon.com songappeal. This episode will be spoiler-free. In the episodes about Some Nights by Fun and Something Just Like This by The Chainsmokers and Coldplay, we talked about what makes a song easy for our brains to process, and that can be very useful for making us like a song. But sometimes, the songwriter wants the lyrics to be hard to process. Why? Maybe the songwriter wants to put more layers of depth into the words. Maybe the songwriter wants people to focus on the music and hear the lyrics later as a cherry on top. Or maybe the songwriter wants to prepare your brain to work harder and to process more difficult ideas so that you're warmed up for your brain to work faster. Because that could help with anything from taking the SATs to watching the Animaniacs. So, what makes the lyrics more difficult to process in the Animaniacs theme? The lyrics are hard to process because they use changing words, multisyllabic words, and uncommon words. That way, we'll be ready to process a show as fast-paced as Animaniacs. First, the theme keeps changing the words between episodes that you have to keep focusing on the lyrics. Have you ever heard a song so many times that you stop listening to the lyrics? That's because your brain has so much to focus on that it needs to sort out the normal and focus on things that seem more important, including the things that are new. If you want more about this, check out my episode about Rewrite the Stars from The Greatest Showman, where you'll find out why the brain tags new things as important and normal things that we're used to as not quite as important to pay attention to. Since the Animaniacs theme changes the lyrics from one episode to another, it forces our brains to pay attention to the words regardless of how many episodes you've watched. So, depending on what season you're watching, you might hear a different line. In season one, we hear well, the Season 2 gives us which is really hard to say five times fast, by the way. And in seasons 3, 4, and 5, we hear 
later on, seasons one and two give us. But seasons three, four, and five change those lyrics to. And when we get to the end of the song and they sing. What is the next line anyway? A few episodes used the line. But during the show's 99 episodes, they used 34 different lines here. That's one every three episodes. That line changes so often that the Animaniacs wiki doesn't even bother to say what the line is. It just says, variable, line, see next section. And then that next section shows every single version of that line. When the words might change any episode, our brains can never really get used to the words. So we have to keep working to process the words quickly. That way, by the time the title sequence is over, our brains are already used to working hard and working fast. But the changing words aren't the only reason that our brains get used to working hard and fast. Our brains are also bombarded by words that we don't hear very often. If you've heard the episode about something just like this by the Chainsmokers and Coldplay, you might remember that the more our brains hear certain words, the better we are at recognizing those words later. And a few words have an enormous neurological advantage. According to the Oxford University Press, we hear the top 100 most common English words more often than every other word combined. So our brains are really good at processing those 100 most common English words. But what happens if a song avoids using the top 100 most common English words? Our brains have to start working harder to process the lyrics. So while normal speech uses the top 100 most common English words more than 50% of the time, the Animaniacs theme flips that statistic on its head by using less common words 56 to 59% of the time, depending on the episode. Again, the words change. If you want to see this more specifically for yourself, check out songappealofficial.com slash Animaniacs, where I've included a document that shows which words in the Animaniacs theme are or aren't in the top 100 most common English words. So how uncommon are these words? 65 of the top 100 most common English words are never used in the Animaniacs theme at all. This song only uses a third of the top 100 most common English words anywhere. And how often do you really hear words like zany, vamoose, or baloney? Outside of a game of Scrabble, that is. But words like those abound in the Animaniacs theme, and again, most of the top 100 most common English words stay out of this song entirely. And if you want to see this more specifically for yourself, check out songappealofficial.com slash Animaniacs, where I've included a document that shows which of the top 100 most common English words are never used in the Animaniacs theme, which ones are used, and how often those words are used, if they're used at all. If we were listening to words that we were used to, our brains would be able to process them easily and quickly. But since this song is full of words that we're not used to, our brains have to start working hard and working fast for the entire song. And not only do our brains have to process uncommon words, but they have to process words with more than one syllable. You might remember back in the episode about Some Nights by Fun that a professor in psycholinguistics said that one-syllable words are easier for our brains to process because they're shorter, so they take less time to process, and again, they're more common. So our brains are more used to processing them and therefore better at processing them. But what happens when a song avoids using one-syllable words? Our brains have to start working harder to process the lyrics. So the Animaniacs theme gives us a song with only 71 to 74% one-syllable words, depending on the episode. 
In other words, one in every four words uses more than one syllable, regardless of which version of the theme you're hearing. If you want to see this more specifically, check out songappealofficial.com slash Animaniacs, where I've included a document that color codes all the words in every version of the Animaniacs theme based on how many syllables they have. Usually, our brains have to take a little more time to process multisyllabic words, but when our brains realize that one in every four words in this song will have more than one syllable, and that we have to process over 150 words in 65 seconds, our brains realize we have to work hard and work fast, otherwise we're going to be left in the dust. Now if you came home from a long day and turned on Animaniacs, you wouldn't catch most of the jokes, because your brain is going slowly. But if you caught the theme song, your brain would be ready to work hard and work fast because of the changing words, uncommon words, and multisyllabic words in the theme song. That way, we're ready for a show that's zany to the max. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. I didn't want to spend the episodes about some nights and something just like this, saying that one-syllable words and common words make songs easy to process and therefore more enjoyable, without saying that the flip side is also useful. Ross Golan, a multi-platinum songwriter, once said, What you get with the Alanises or what Julia Michaels is doing is like, you can use multisyllabic words, and it's totally okay. Multisyllabic words have their own very useful effect. Uncommon words have their own very useful effect. Otherwise, Alanis Morissette, Julia Michaels, and all the others wouldn't use them. Here on Song Appeal, I'm never trying to tell people what to do. I want people to know the effects of what they're doing, and then to make good choices because of it. I want people to know that using one-syllable words is okay, and using common words is okay, because both of those will make a song easy to process. And I want people to know that using multisyllabic words is okay, and using uncommon words is okay, because both of those will make an audience more ready to process words faster, so they can be more ready to process anything from the SATs to the Animaniacs faster. The Animaniacs theme can make our brains work harder and faster just because of a simple choice of words. A choice of words that prepares us well for the experience we're about to have. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, check out songappealofficial.com for more episodes. You can also find more thoughts on why we like the music we like on Twitter, at songappeal, and you can also support Song Appeal on Patreon, at patreon.com songappeal, where you'll find some great perks. Again, thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. In the meantime, have a great day, and enjoy your music.